Hey guys, welcome to another episode of 90 Day Soiree. I'm trying to get my soiree. opera voice because I think that is the appropriate voice to do for the 90 Day Soiree. I'd like to introduce you to all of our panelists for today's episode on 90 Day Fiance the Other Way. We have Miss Paula Guzman. Paula? Hello. We have Mr. Todd. My name is Mr. Todd. <laughs> Miss Kristen. Hello there. Miss Keisha. Hi, hi, hi. And welcome. Mr. Brandon. And I Thank am you, Brandon. Mr. Brandon. So this is Nine Day mm. Soiree where we break down the best and brightest of 90 Day Fiance. And today we are talking about... 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Episodes 2 and 3. Wow, we're going to have to skip ahead. Okay, so here we go. Here's where we left The Other Way cast. And as a reminder, The Other Way is a spinoff series that is about Americans who have decided that they don't want to live in America anymore and they want to move to another country and they're experiencing the whole process The Other Way. That's the spin. Can you believe it? All right. So, episode four, by my count, uh, let me say that these uh, uh, summaries are taken from IMDb, probably just pulled directly from TLC. So, Ari leaves her life behind to be with Biniam. Biniam? Let's call him Baby. Baby. That's how we know him. She leaves her life behind to be with Baby in Ethiopia, but her mom has standards. (laughs) Her mom's a nurse. Oh, there she. Of course she does. Jenny is shocked when she arrives at her new home in India. There's going to be a cow. <laughs> Finally. Finally, there's a cow in the How house. How is Jenny shocked at anything at this point is what I'm... Right? Yeah. Yeah. The dude was married was and married. she was confronted by the whole family. And you realize like what can happen in India when something like that happens. You've happen- got to like, go to a new country. I'm sorry. He, you have to leave. He was also not the guy he said he was. No. He was the guy. He was All right. Man. We'll get there. We'll get sure. there. But this guy's also like delightful. Yeah. But also great. a total liar. Well, okay. We'll get there. Chaos erupts when Brittany arrives in Jordan. And oh my goodness. I mean, seconds. <laughs> There's a bottle of Patron, and there's a hug, and that's it. You do not belong in Jordan. Jihoon reveals he's keeping another secret from Devin, which is, I have no money. Please move to South Korea, and I will not take care of you. All right. And then the next episode. Oh, continuing with Brittany. Brittany already has her doubts about her decision. Could it be the fact that he went ballistic about a bottle of Patron? Probably. Baby's friends are worried that he's made the same mistake twice. Ooh. Oh, what's going? What's happening in Ethiopia? Devin and Jehoon's new apartment is not what they expected. Yikes. Hmm. And Tim reveals the real reason oh. he's moving to Colombia. That's right. Not Colombia. Colombia. I forgot about Tim. Damn. Tim, right? Also another axe-throwing thing. A lot of axes. 
So many axe throwings in these two concurrent seasons. Maybe of a spoiler alert: like a, lo- uh, like a axe throwing sucks. Sponsor? No, but it's like a low key sponsor of the show. Yeah, this, I was good. This just axe throwing like the industry. I went axe throwing once and I was good at it, and I like it for that reason. <laughs> I have a beef with fucking companies that do shit like axe throwing or other team but Just give people more money. Yeah, they'll be happier. The Brandon. There's a whole other podcast for you and I to dive into all this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, let's start at Brittany and Yazin. My big takeaway here is I don't think Yazin and his friends have seen this show before because Brittany is like like winning the lottery. Like this is not a... 90-year-old white woman who's coming in. Like, they, they should feel... I don't know. I just feel like they should feel lucky. But, like, it's the same narrative we've seen from other storylines involving Muslim countries. Like, the family is mm-hmm. not going to accept blah, 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 blah. I feel like Britney's a catch. She's gorgeous. She's funny. She's smart. Absolutely. And she would be so appreciated in the United States. True. Yeah. Like, this is this is just her place. You know, she's she's made for this. But I guess like what's the what was the appeal for her to go to Jordan? She just really likes Yazin. But like, I guess Yazin and his family are like, hey, man, she's not related to you. So you shouldn't marry her. Was that right? Like that was a thing. Yeah, like- the brother, the brother does say that. That Yeah, I guess in their culture, they usually marry people that are related to Good. family. That's cool. Yeah. Man. Let's add that to the the column of reasons to move to Jordan. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I hate to be nasty about other cultures, but like, what appeals? Uh, why is Brittany interested in in moving to Jordan? Is it the highly conservative religious culture? Is it the fact that she'll have to dress extremely conservatively at all times? Yeah. Is it that she must be subservient to men at every turn? Boy, I mean, so many appealing things. What? Why would somebody from basically Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she sees it like as an adventure or something like that. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do this thing. So I, I have a question. So we find out that, spoiler alert, Brittany has a secret. She was married before, and I guess she's still married. Mm-hmm. My bigger question is, did, in the application... For people who want to be on 90 Day Fiance, is there a specific point where it asks you, are you keeping a massive secret from your significant (laughs) other? Because I feel like every couple, Mm -hmm. at least one or two per season, has some insane secret that they're keeping. Yeah, that and then that gets your application moved to the top of the pile. I don't know. Kristen, what do you think about Brittany and Yazin? Um, I think it's a total disaster and it seems like they're, I can't think of another couple that's been on the show that has been so quick to just like kind of implode, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's it's so quick to just be like, everybody who who watches is like, oh no, what are you guys doing? Like, this is terrible. Like, Brittany, go home. At the airport. It's at the pickup. Immediately, it's, it's as so soon bad. as she landed. And for him, it's like a cultural insult. And then the ride home, the ride home is even worse. And it's Ugh. just like you you want to just, like, scream at her. Like, please, like, you're not safe. <laughs> I felt scared for her. Like, you're not safe. You need to go home. Yeah, I'm it's surprised bad. your dad's letting her go. 
Oh, the dad. Yeah. Like that guy seems really great, but also he's like really great in that permit overly permissive way. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, ha ha ha, my daughter's such a free spirit. Mm. Like, wh- hold up. Jordan is no joke. It's not like the most conservative, but it's it's a top ten. Yeah. You know? For sure. You don't mess with that. And for somebody like that, I mean, y- you need to step in as a parent and just be like, let's slow down a minute. He- you realize what's going to happen to you? Is he afraid of his daughter? I don't know if he's afraid of her. I think he's just like... She seems kind of spoiled, honestly. And I do feel like she's gotten away with a lot of stuff growing up because she was kind of raised by a single father. Ooh, let's unpack that. So there's a lot of like sugar daddy, older mm-hmm. men stuff in her past, right? I just don't know what attracts Brittany and Yazin to one another. She doesn't treat him like they're related. I don't know. Maybe that's the appeal. Mm. <laughs> she's not my cousin. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I think... It seems like they're cool as long as it doesn't have or does it involve the cultural stuff and the religious stuff. Like they're getting along fine and then there's this piece of it. But like getting along how? Like on what level? They like books. (laughs) (laughs) I like books. (laughs) I don't see them. I, I don't see them getting along at all. It seems like there's nothing going on between them. Maybe it's just like yeah. a, it's two like good-looking people who are very interested in, in each other. I don't know. But they've met before, right? Like they've spent time together in person. In Jordan. Yeah. Ah. So this isn't you. This isn't even her to. first like rodeo. So what is her deal? I don't know why everybody's freaking out at this point. She got some duty-free bottle of like tequila. Of course she did. I think it was also because she hugged the cameraman, though, too, right? Yeah, because you can't. I guess you're not allowed to like touch people. This is what happened, like right out of the gate, <laughs> like literally, uh-huh. like right. Out, she left the gate at the airport, went outside of the airport. He's there to pick her up. The camera crew is there from the show. Apparently, she like hugs somebody on the camera crew because like she knows them and it's like hey good to see you like i made it we're in jordan isn't that crazy like it was one of those kinds Mm -hmm. of things totally normal by u.s american standards and she bought a bottle of patron tequila probably duty free right and it's in her luggage cart it's just kind of sitting there on the top and what's his name yasin (laughs) i forget his name yes yasin loses his mind just like just pissed he storms off he he walks he pulls a paul he runs away and goes to his car <laughs> the camera crew and the producers like they split up one camera and the producer goes and follows him and he's like blah 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 like asshole 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 and the producer's like what did i do what did i do and he's like no you're not an asshole i'm an asshole i've made a horrible mistake this is a horror, like, this is awful. I shouldn't have done this. Like, she's not respecting my culture. Wow. Why did she buy alcohol? Why did she bring alcohol? Because oh, that's, you know, forbidden. And she's she hugged somebody in public and brought, brought a bottle of booze. And he is just like, he's at a 10. He just went to a 10 instantly. And then the ride back to wherever they're going in a, a hotel. They go to a hotel because they can't sleep under the same roof, so he can't even stay in the same hotel yeah. as her. Ay, Dios. 
So uh, the ride to the hotel is her being like, I don't understand why you're freaking out so much. And he's yelling at her and putting his hand in her face about like, shut up. Yeah, shut up, shut up, shut up. And she's like, get your hand out of my face. And uh, like, this is all like very tip, like an understandable reaction to this guy, like being a complete asshole. Cultural relativity, who knows, right? They go to the hotel she checks in and he just walks off, leaves the hotel. That's it. She she gets in the elevator, goes up to her room. That's it. That's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, and it's just one of those things you're like, how did you guys, how are you guys ever attracted to each other in the first place? And it's just like, is it just the distance? Is it just being on camera that makes the heart grow fonder? Well, it was probably physical attraction and they probably get along via FaceTime. And, you know, it's it's easy behind the screen when then they hang mm-hmm. up and then they go back to their lives. But then. But they haven't know. had sex at all. Probably not. And she has to convert and she yeah. knows that. I was a little confused with how mad he was. It seemed like it was like the outcome of like months of frustration. It seemed like he just wanted to blow up and find a moment to do so because I get, it's not like she was like coming out of the airport with like a tank top and shorts and like twerking on him when he, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, Oh, by the way, here's a bottle that I randomly saw, which wasn't even open. And she was just happy to see these guys. So it's, he just, his reaction did not match what I actually saw happen. And so I was really confused and wondering if, this was just months of frustration of other shit that they've been dealing with. And then it was just like, God damn it. You know, like it's just right when they see each other. This is just like another example of, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, but like, I don't have an issue with, with almost all religions. And like, I don't mean to try to impose, you know, our cultural values and anybody else, but this is just incompatible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incompatible is the thing. Yeah. Whether you think it's right or wrong or whatever, like, they're just never going to agree or, or find a middle ground. What's the point of this? Yeah, maybe in a different country, you know, where they don't have to stick to specific religion or culture standards where they could just be themselves, it would work. But if they're going to stick to Jordan, I mean. Mm-hmm. But that is himself. That's the thing. Yeah, that's rough. You know, she can't be herself, but he is being himself. So, yeah. It's and just, you have to be okay with that. It's not going to work. Like we were yeah. talking about uh, Asuelu mm-hmm. and uh, who's the, the woman who went to Syria with a dentist? Avery. <laughs> Avery. I always forget her name. Like you have to fully, she, Avery fully committed to that. Yeah. She was on board. She did the research. She knew what the rules were. Yeah. I think you have to, you have to be willing to do that. Asuelu, of course, like, We'll never understand how there are female doctors <laughs> or like why like women are not just making sandwiches and yeah. diapers. I just, I just imagine him. God, he thought he was going on a field trip or something. He's I, like, I, oh, I, I imagine okay. him just Googling women doctor question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think like that's. But that's also what you do like when you travel to another country, right? You're not going right. there and you're like, well, I'm an American, so I'm going to wear my Old Navy tank top <laughs> and I'm going to wear my shorts yeah. and I'm going to show all my tattoos. It's like, oh, well, I know that I'm going to Japan and they 
don't really yeah. like tattoos, so I'm going to cover up my tattoos because I'm going to be That's a specific example, too. <laughs> like, Kristen and I went to Japan. Okay. I actually speak a bit of Japanese. So, like, I know a bit about the culture. I can get by. And we both have visible tattoos that we knew that, like, if we go to a bathhouse or, like, anything, we would have to cover up because tattoos are, are they're not forbidden but like basically if you have a tattoo you're a low life or you're a gangster yeah you're you're a yakuza you're yakuza oh. yeah <laughs> and that's just how it is there right and there are in some places signs that say no visible tattoos yeah. mm. and that's kind of a weird thing but like japanese culture is conservative in that way but it's also like weirdly crazily liberal in some others <laughs> like panties in the vending machine like that kind of stuff yeah wait did you say did you wait wait did you say panties in the vending machine or handsies yes. in the vending machine <laughs> oh, well maybe both <laughs> there like... are definitely panties in the vending machine yeah i don't know if you've seen their porn it's insane but at the same time they blur genitals it's it's uh <laughs> right? it's true it makes no it makes like, no sense no sense it's both conservative and like way over the top. <laughs> There's no middle ground. At the, same time. the point is you have to like learn about what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, for sure. You for can't sure. like you have to make some sort of change. You can't just be yourself somewhere yeah. else. But from previous episodes, like she knew. She knew that she was being because you see them talking on FaceTime, right? And he brings up having to convert and mm-hmm. She explains how she always changes the subject because yeah. she's like, I have no intention of converting. So I always change the subject because I'm not interested. She knows. But her attitude is more like, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to go and do my thing and they'll they'll have to deal with it. Right. That's not how it works. All of Jordan has to deal with it. <laughs> right. That's not how it works. Yeah. And it's like, what what confidence do you have that he's going to stand up to his family? Because I think that's the thing that we keep right. seeing over and over in countries with this same kind of cultural influence that it become it's very hard for these people to stand up to their family when their family objects for cultural reasons. And yeah, I, I don't think you see the same kind of bravery in Yazin that you do in someone like Sumit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. she is, he is not Sumit. Sumit will do anything. He is anything. not Sumit. Speaking of Sumit. Sorry, did you mean Summit? Summit? <laughs> Sumi? Sumi? How do you guys feel about Jenny and Summit? I love them. Oh, I, lo- I feel like they're more in love than any couple on, on, on ever. The show. He's such a like little rascal. Couple. Not ever. He's a little rascal. <laughs> He's a little rascal. He's a little rascal. You can't help but love him. And you want to like rub his hair yeah. on his head, get him in a little yeah. headlock. Oh like, oh, you were already married. No, oh, I might like that. Little yeah. rascal. Like, get out of here. Go, like, get your divorce papers okay. in order, you little rascal. Come on. What, what makes me think that they are more in love than most, the vast majority of other couples in the show. Like, there are some other couples that are just like, they're genuinely in love. I forget their name, but there's the the, the Brazilian woman and the Mormon. Oh, gosh. If I'm How in- oh, for a season. Oh. With the world's they're most so- adorable baby. I oh, love they're like, them. Now they are they're just so like, Kier- they are 100% Kierlian? glowing Kierlian? in love. Kierlian? Yeah. Kierlian and... Kierlian? 
It's like Dave. I, or so. I we wish won't the world talk had more about of them. when he first saw her and what age she was. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to talk about that. Okay. Don't talk about Look, there's a whole Mormon background going on. It worked out in the end. They're fine. We won't talk about the age. There was definitely no grooming happening. It's okay. She could have been a supermodel and he didn't let her because yeah, he wasn't secure and he wouldn't uh, want his wife to be a model. also that. But like, so. the, okay, he's controlling and weird and grooming in that <laughs> we need Mormon a new way. Example. But they're also in love and so bless him, right? So Sumit, Sumit and Jenny. 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 Uh, Jenny. Uh, they okay. I gotta hand it to Sumit. I don't fully understand the pressure that he's under culturally about yeah. marriages and what that means and the arrangements and all of that. Wow, that guy has really stuck his neck out mm-hmm. to make this happen. Yeah. yeah, in a way that I don't think I fully understand. It is pretty sweet. And well, I just want to see those divorce cool. papers, though. You know, like I'm still. I'm. And Jenny's daughters keep asking about her. Uh, they ask her, "Hey, have you seen the divorce papers?" And and they're right to yeah, do that, of course. Well, it's like the kids are always right. I think like yes. one thing <laughs> that holds true, no matter what spinoff it is and what couple, is that the kids are always surrogates for the audience mm-hmm. because the kids see yep. through everything. Like I'm thinking of Darcy's girls. That are no, a great Darcy's girls. The guy who worked at McDonald's. Yeah. Sure. Yolanda's kids were just like, Mom. And it's yeah. so funny Williams, because they on. all have the same like shape of their eyebrows. Like if you drew them like as a cartoon, like every kid has the same like brow shape, like concerned <laughs> eyebrow shape of just like frustration like, and sadness and just like God damn it. Yeah. Like, Danielle's kids were my favorite because they called it from day one. Yes. Danielle, remember Danielle Muhammad, I think oh, from season one. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, my Uber driver, Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> he was picking me up tomorrow at 6 a.m. <laughs> I'm going to get tested for coronavirus. I was skeptical. <laughs> so the first spinoff, the first 90 day spinoff was Happily Ever After. Season one, episode one of Happily Ever After is Danielle and her friend in a car, and I forget whatever <laughs> podunk town they live in, searching for Muhammad. They're like, where is he? And they're like looking. They're like, is that right? And like, like the music is like really like boom, 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 boom. Like it's just like, if it feels like, what was that movie with with um, Harrison Ford and he, the, the guy who didn't Indiana have an arm? Jones. Indiana Come Jones. on, Harrison Ford. The fugitive. Uh, wife died. The fugitive. Yes. It was the total fugitive. like the fugitive. Where is Muhammad? We have to find him. And I was like, oh man, TLC, I am on board. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted her Gold. sex. She needed her sex. God. All right, back to Jenny and Summit. They're lovely. Okay. So she's traveled for God knows how long. She gets to the airport, he picks her up, and she, he's like, okay, now there's a two and a half hour oh drive. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's right. God. Yeah. And she's, we're, let's point out, she has traveled in jeans. Ladies, am no. I right? So oh. she... <laughs> Go that on. is love. That is commitment. She's I travel in sweatpants to India from California in jeans, and now she's on a two and a half hour car ride. What's up with jeans? Hor- to travel in? Like- yeah. No. Like, why? 
Is it because you don't okay. wear underwear? There are There's two leggings. men and two women on this podcast, and the men are like, uh, what? And all the women are like, what are you talking Like, of course not. It's just, of course you there's wouldn't not a you lot of airflow. You don't casually on. wear jeans around the house. It's not comfortable. Why do you need Fuck airflow? No. Like, what's- Wait, time ah. out. I thought jeans were the comfortable pant. You know, no. there's a, there's a no. whole, just like a, a beautiful environment happening in the vagina. <laughs> They're really just oh, like an ecosystem. Airflow. It's a whole thing. It's like a planetarium down there. And to yeah, take it guys. to take it on a plane to India, and then on a car trip, two and a half hours. That's just too yeah. much. That yeah. is too. Also, you're asking too much yeah. of that environment. The yeah. fit of a man man's jeans and women's jeans is completely different. We're expected to have tighter jeans. True. It's too much. Okay. And we didn't okay. even see okay. maybe. Maybe there was a now I get was it. there a Darcy style scene where she took the air, the airport bathroom oh, shower <laughs> yes. and the like I don't know maybe they cut that out that would have been no necessary. it was in there that, that's she what spent it makes like me think two about. hours in the bathroom at the airport like, yeah Darcy fresh, did freshening oh they yeah. even did a like forty five minutes later yeah. dot 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 <laughs> I mean Those by the time she men. got by the time she got to the house and like the cow. Uh, I'm sure the cow was like, I don't know. Never mind. Okay, the so we, I'm like, sorry. I interrupted the you. The cow's like, you're wearing jeans? Am I in a barnyard? <laughs> you, I interrupted you to, to explain the two hours, and then we talked about jeans and fit and all of this stuff and gender roles, and you know, it became a whole thing. Oh, you should explain why there was a cow. Um, I still don't really know. So there's some kind of ceremony. When you have a new house you're moving into, and you okay. need to have the ceremony... Before you move into the house officially, mm-hmm. uh, it was a whole thing. There was a cow involved. They walked the cow through the house. Is that the ceremony? The cow's the cow walks through the house and then, yeah. then it's like yes. blessed. Okay. Well, she held like a thing on her head. It was a flower pot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was a whole. And she had thing. to like walk into the house, and then they brought in the cow, and then they built a fire inside the house and she was so on board for all of this she was absolutely on board at not like no point was she like hey you know like i've actually been traveling for so long and like the cow there's a cow inside like i think uh, i mean maybe she was just so tired and and out of it that she was like oh i must be hallucinating because like (laughs) what how is this real that there's a cow well, walking around? Uh, uh, during the one-on-one interviews, she talked about how she's like, I didn't really like this, and this was really weird, but like clearly the footage at the time was just like, oh, okay. She was really, <laughs> right. she was totally this on board with now. all of it. She yeah. was kind of like, well, I hope it doesn't go to the bathroom in my house. That's my impression <laughs> of her. I saw photos of the cow on Reddit, and it ha- it was like wearing really cute Decoration. Yeah, it had like, like a, a flower really crown. crown. It yeah. looks cool. I wish that I wish that we had that ceremony here. Yeah, it's awesome. Bring a cow to us. Well, cows are holy, so they they aren't raised for any agricultural reason or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know they they dress them up and walk them around and they roam free and we can do that ceremony for you, Kristen, if you want. It's too late. We're already in here. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll you can't retroactively. What's, what's bless the thing the house? with the sage? When you burn the sage smudging. in the house, what's that called? Yeah. Smudging. We did that. So We've there's a that. version of lighting a fire in, well, that that's an adopted yeah, Eastern get, thing, get I'm sure. Yeah, all or the bad negative American. vibes yeah. out of your house. Bad juju. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it goes 
to show that she is so in love with him. Oh, yeah. It's absurd. And it's yes. adorable. So one of my one of my favorite things about that episode was when they finally got that, like, everyone left the house. The cow was gone. They closed up the gate or whatever. And they, like, laid down. And Summit was, like, going through the new rules of where they live. And she was like, he was like, well, you know, it's it's a little more dangerous here. You know, you can't really just go out. They'll kill you. <laughs> and she's oh like, God. For $10. <laughs> For $10. She's like, Somebody can pay $10 to she's kill like, you. They will literally kill you. And she's just like, oh, what do we have to protect us? And he's like, the gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You got to pray to the cow. <laughs> so I was like, shit. Like. I, if someone were to tell me, like, first of all, if I walk into my new house in a new country and there's like a cow there, there's a party I didn't want, they were lighting shit on fire, there's shit outside from this cow that's in my house, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, by the way, don't leave because you might die for $10. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I would be a little mad. (laughs) Like, just a little (laughs) bit. I feel like I would go like Dragon Ball Z, Saiyajin, just like <laughs> on fire and just like, everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> and let's like think about where she's coming from. Palm Springs, which is like the most beautiful like movie lot city. So pretty. Everyone's in the high States. and happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yes. they, yeah. Shocking. High, happy, and hot. That's Palm Springs. <laughs> and they're just like yeah. influencers driving around taking photos in front of like <laughs> pink doors with cactus for some reason. Like that's where she's coming from. And now it's you'll that's kill it. you for ten dollars. Oh god. Such an idiot. I swear to God he's such an idiot. Alright, our next couple, Kenneth and Armando. What so is there episode- to say? They're perfect. They're perfect. They are perfect. They're so awesome. I think it's setting up for a lot of drama because Armando has kind of bottled up all of the reality of him being homosexual with his family. And now Kenneth is preparing to go over there. And what we've seen, at least with Kenneth, is he's super emotional. Every like he's he's on Darcy level in terms of the, the crime. But but like in a in a not in a dramatic like uh, the uh, everything is so you know uh, love and fight for your love yeah. like that's not he's emotional because he loves his kids yeah, yeah sure. he's emo- he cries whenever he's with his family and talking it's about a kid them. thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so totally. Paula you mentioned that you're not quite caught up have you seen like the conversations that he has with his sister and, yes. and his parents not his parents but we see the conversation with his sister oh. um so so yeah where we left off with Peter Man- Armando and he's adorable um he owns a pet resort which is super cute <laughs> and we learn more about his past you know how he came out to his ex-wife and she like was really upset and then she essentially told his family and they all cried a lot and then just ignored it, mm-hmm. which is. And his sister said something about like, you have the devil in you or yes. you know something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we see him talking to his sister, like saying like, hey, remember how I'm gay? Um, This guy <laughs> is moving down to Mexico with me and the sister is like really upset. And he's like. Yeah, you were really mean to me when I came out and you told me I, I had the devil inside and I was 
going to hell. Which, I mean, we said this on the last episode. Hell sounds awesome. Yes. <laughs> you know, we'll always where all the up cool there. people go. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. not. I'm not gay yet. Um, but I also have a what? problem with the machismo Mexican culture. It's not just like a gay oh, thing. Oh, I hate it. It's, yeah. it's also just like a, it's a, against women. a straight, I don't know, possessive. Where does machismo thing? Mexican culture rank in terms of like machismo Latin cultures? Um, I mean, it's pretty high up there. Like the very machos machos are like, you know, they're the manly man. Um, they expect women to cook for them, clean for them, mm-hmm. essentially just be like sex machines. And yeah, like women are just there to cook, clean, and pup babies. And the macho thing to do is to fight and drink. And I don't know, that's it. Tell me more about the sex machine aspect. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're I'm like, not familiar. Uh, are you a sex machine? Do you come with a sex machine? <laughs> I did think Kenneth's family was being a little dramatic when he revealed to them that Armando's only, what, 31? Like, I was just like, guys, is it that big a deal? I don't know if that was the editors kind of capitalizing on some, you know, reaction shots or what, but like. Well, the age of his kids, right? Because yeah. he's like a glorious 50 something. Yeah, he's very right? gorgeous. Yeah. His son's girlfriend is like, oh, we're the same age. I mean, come on, if your dad said that he's dating someone that is 33. See, that's my thing. I feel like if it was a man and a younger woman, there would be less. It would be less of an issue. I feel like it's more of an issue to his family because it's two men. No, No, Brandon, in previous episodes of 90 Day Fiance, we've seen older men marrying younger women and the the kids having issue with it. We've seen this before. Yep. So. I feel like it's less of an issue when it's two men. Yeah, there, there's something like predatory about yes. a man and a younger woman, Definitely. but like a man and a younger man is kind of like yeah. I, I, I don't know how to characterize it. It just doesn't strike me as predatory. No, yeah. To me, it, like it seems fine. I just felt like his family treated it like as a bigger deal than I felt like it really mm. was. I don't think they made such like that big a deal. It was just kind of like. Oh, I think they were just age. super sad that he was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They were just overwhelmed right. with how sad That's it was so sad. that this person that they obviously love tremendously is driving t- across the country from what Jacksonville, Florida to Baja, California. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah. So, Paula, I, I'm I'm so curious to ask about. <sighs> there, there are so many things that are interesting to me about Mexican culture as it relates to this specific story. Sure. The first question, which is. The ease, maybe the easier, sillier question is: Armando speaks with like no accent. Mm-hmm. He he has a perfect American English accent. It's I it, like it. I was almost I'm surprised when he starts speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why? That's my that's my first question. Uh, and secondly, like just how how ingrained is the the attitudes of homosexuality in in Mexico and I guess in particular in Baja California. Yeah, so the first question, why his English is so good? Yeah, it is. I mean, Mexico is very influenced by the United States, right? So school, like since you're in kindergarten, most schools are bilingual. So it's all Mm. in English. Everything's Mm -hmm. in English. Really? Oh, yeah. The teachers talk to you in English since you're like in kindergarten, except for those uh, school subjects that are actually like you know Mexican history or like 
literature, but mm-hmm. everything else, like I learned math, algebra, calculus, history, biology, everything in English. So you progress in school, everything's in, in English. Is this in the cities or yeah. like? This is okay. this was in Monterrey and um, most northern cities. Um, huh. And Baja California is in the north. And by the time you're in junior high, you start taking a third language. The idea is that by the time you're in high school or college, you're like fluent in that third language, hmm. right? In a third language. Yeah. What is, I took French. Oh, French. Okay. I took French and I mean, I didn't keep it up. So Spoiler I alert. She, she does not speak French. No, <laughs> very little. <laughs> I tried when we were in Paris and... They would like start talking to me in English, but that's it's just English is very ingrained just because, you know, Mexico is the neighboring country of the U.S. and they know that it's a tool, right? You need to know English. That's not the case in the entire Republic of Mexico, but in most areas, again, especially in the north. So he does say that, that like he learned it in school and then. Like I said in the last show, just movies and shows. Like, all you have access to are all the American movies and TV shows, you know? So that that helps. Because in school, you learn all the, like, proper English. Mm-hmm. But it's with the shows and the movies that you learn the slang. And, like, uh, when you were learning proper English, was it American English or British English? Uh, American. It was American. Mm-hmm. Interesting. On Paul and I's first date, we were at a a bar and um, the Fresh Prince song came on, like the intro for Fresh Prince. And we both started singing to it. Every U.S. American knows by heart. By heart. By heart. Like we could all rattle it off right now. Right now. Like the the national anthem, like the Pledge of Allegiance, and then the theme song to Fresh Fresh Prince Prince. of Bel Air. Those are the three things that we all know. (laughs) Never seen an episode. Oh, but you know the song, right? Come on. That's not true. But yeah, so and like, you know, she knew it exactly. So it was like one of those things that we could kind of like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have like, we would watch that. Friends, Scrubs, Seinfeld. Yep. I mean, I don't know. You name it. Grey's Anatomy was a big one. Still going somehow. So yeah, it's like a mix between school and just TV. You get access to all of those movies and shows. And hmm. that's just how you learn. I couldn't tell from the shower. My whole family and is so clean. Next couple. Somebody else intro the next couple. I'm tired. Kristen. Oh, yes. I love this couple. So they're, they've been around for, I guess this is their fourth season on the show. It just feels like forever. Yeah. Right? And I I don't think that I'll ever get tired of them. So this couple is Seamus and Samantha. Old Shamey. Shamey Seamus. Yeah. So we're we're... In Ireland, uh, hanging out with Seamus. Mm-hmm. We get to meet his family. Um, turns out they are, they're okay. They're just, they're skeptical of Samantha. They don't really like that he's dating an American. They really want to keep their their pub and the family. They like that, you know, it, he's he's learned to manage this, this pub that they've owned for, for generations and what, uh, what was weird to me is that, you know, they, they, they've owned this pub in Ireland for generations, but like the family still comes from Nigeria. Like it's just it's just strange. Like they all. Yeah. It feels like every couple we focus on, it all comes back to Nigeria. I, I hate to be like I uh, this sounds like strange to say, but I've never seen a night like an 
a Nigerian Irish immigrant. And that's why this show like, is I, so amazing. Yeah. Like it, it's opening it's us all up to like all these new things and like cultures we didn't really know about before. Yeah. And the amount of Nigerian influence on Irish culture is just fascinating. It's so great. I had no idea. Kristen, you actually knew Samantha growing up, didn't you? Yeah, she uh, she's from uh, Plano, Texas. We went to elementary school together. She was my bully, and <laughs> she <laughs> she was absolutely awful to me for years. And it's the reason why I've been in therapy for many years. Um, but it's just something that I've dealt with, and it's nice. I've learned to appreciate seeing her being successful was it awkward when like she was like berating Seamus and like she accidentally haircut. called him Kristen like in the show yeah I've... the haircut and the Kristen thing I think you have a bit you had a bigger impact on Samantha's life than you would like to admit Kristen I may have <laughs> and I want to talk about the haircut <laughs> I want to talk about the reverse mohawk when Seamus got the stripe shaved on the middle of his head and everybody lost their mind. And then she she smashed the the plate of fish and chips in in his lap. Like the, it was still hot from the fryer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Todd, I actually had a question for you because you you highlighted all of the Nigerian influences at their bar. I wanted to know what which ones specifically were you th- talking about? Oh, which specific Nigerian reference in the Nigerian Irish Irish pub that I, I really enjoyed? Which spe- of the many examples that I could pull from the countless unknowable number of examples that I could pull from. What is just <laughs> one that I could claim as my favorite? That's a toughie. <laughs> Man, I mean, how to choose. How to choose. Um, I think it would have to be the, um, the, the shrine to the Nigerian leprechaun. That's my favorite cultural intersection, which is... I don't want to get in trouble because it's hard to talk about the Nigerian Irish shrine, leprechaun shrine, without coming across as insensitive. But I should just say that I think that it's a beautiful representation of the merging of cultures and of mythology. And as um, as as all the the myth tellers, uh, I, I forget his name, but the the, the PBS, you know, the mythology. Uh, uh, documentarian <laughs> with uh, the story of heroes and the hero, the hero myth um, that the that the leprechaun uh, represents, um, and and all of the rich Nigerian influences that I'm so accustomed to and know so much about. Um, I just think it's beautiful, and that's my answer. Great answer! What a yep. great couple! I have so much faith in them. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do really well. Yeah. I think they'll do well if too. He could just pour, if he could just pour a Guinness, then they'd be okay. But he can't seem to pour a Guinness. Okay. All right. Our last Moving on. couple of the show. It is a return of Devon and Jihoon. And I must oh, say... Um, Wait, no, we still have... They were not interesting. Oh, no, we we'll skip Baby and Areola. Yeah. Because they're like... Areola. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> they're like, fine. There's just like... They're dragging. There's the whole competition. Let's sum it up quickly. 
They're dragging out that storyline. We can all agree. They're yep. dragging yes. it out. It's going to be fine. We all know. They're fine. It's a TLDR. The, the medical care is not going to be good when she gets there. Right. But it'll be okay. She'll be okay. And they seem like they're in love and they're happy and all of that. And it's cool. They yeah. seem to be fine. So Moving on. Devon and Joan. This actually also came up. I, I gotta, I'm going to do a PSA to all the ladies out there. Uh, ladies, don't talk about your man's penis on national television. Nope. Let's just let's Ever. just leave it, leave that private. And also, can we say don't talk about your man's penis when you're getting uh, a an exam, a, lady, a, a lady exam. exam? Yeah, as Angela sure. did, and I think in the oh, one of the most recent that. episodes, and she was like, oh. like you know, you're the, bigger than Michael. The, the doctor. Put I don't was she putting a speculum in I don't know and she was like oh that, that's yeah that's as big as Michael and it's like you know the doctor doesn't oh I missed that yeah. doesn't yeah. need to hear oh, yeah. that that's what I'm referring to no <laughs> doctor she need to was hear that. at least she was you know that's it speaks well of Michael like so Devon like one of the first scenes she's talking about time how out Brandon she found some hold on what? hold on hold on <laughs> okay it speaks well of Michael. How many people compare themselves to a speculum? I'm just saying, like, he's she was surprised because she's talked about how he's a he has a very impressive um, organ. The feeling of the speculum is not is not that, and it's not. No, I don't. I wouldn't compare it. It's cold. No. It feels no. very much like a horrible metal instrument. Yeah. Is being and then you hear sounds inside of you. There's sounds. Like cranking, like an old night yeah, 19th century <laughs> rusty cranking like <laughs> or like is it like going up a roller coaster? Is it like that kind of sound? It's not click, good. Click 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 click. And if if I were a doctor and a woman I'd put it in there and the woman was like, "Oh, this is just you know, this is as big as my partner. I'd be like, what in the world? The exam is over. I leave the room. <laughs> Look, you don't pay anything. Michael, I never want to see you again. I'm sure Michael didn't have too much of a problem with it. But I do think Devon talking about, I didn't even know there were extra snug condoms available. Not where, where do you buy those? That's a special a, order. That's just a size. Amazon, Why did Amazon Devin frown. say that? Brown.amazon.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she made a point on camera to say, I bought some condoms because guess what? The first time we had sex, I got pregnant and now we're in this whole pickle that landed me on this show. She said, I had to buy the extra snugs so they don't fall what? off, Couldn't you which is that? what yes. happened. We had the jump. What are you called? The jumbo ones? The Magnum? Magnum. Couldn't she say, oh, we had a Magnum and it was too big? Did she have to say the normal one was too big for him? Come on. Why did she talk about the size? Like, that is not good. To be fair, she's probably fucking annoyed with him. That's true. Like, she's taking any digs that she can. And that was a good one. Let's be honest. That was <laughs> It was, that was so fantastic. good. Yeah, it was I just so was, good. I feel like... I felt bad for the guy in the moment, but then everything else he's ever done makes me not feel bad Extra for him at all. Extra snug. What is that? Is that like a snug. instead of saying like it's like you know when you're when the little kids you buy my little brother was a little was a little chonky when he was a little baby, so we had to, <laughs> so we didn't get him like extra large. They called it husky. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's like 
They make the finger. They make the finger condoms. Yeah, that's what and it was. It's like, like the ones you use for voting. Snug. Maybe a little bit one size larger than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty but much. it's just sad because that's that's what he'll always that will chase him forever. That'll be on his gravestone. <laughs> extra, extra snug, snug Jihoon. Extra, my <laughs> whole family anal so keen, clean. Extra snug condoms. So, <laughs> trying to move past the penis jokes as hard as it is. Uh, hard. I feel like she had the right idea going back to the U.S. after things in. South Korea were not the way Jihoon described they would be. But I guess I think it's just being long distance. It makes the heart grow fonder. I don't know if you romanticize things, but she's giving him another chance. And I don't I don't get why. Well, also, he's the father of that baby. Right. Mm, That's why. eh. That's why. But, you know, she's got uh, what's that other kid? Dracula can raise Drusilla. Yeah. I love that name. <laughs> it's just like the name of a harpy. Keish, why do you think uh why do you think uh Devon's giving Jahoon another chance? I don't know. Because she's she he's obviously lied to her about a bunch of things. And He's not nearly as attractive now as he was when they first met. Like before when they met, he looked like a K-pop star. So I was like, I get it. Yeah. But now he just looks like a guy who steals phones and then resells them on the black market. <laughs> like Jeez. That's actually what How would you describe that's me? That's actually what he does though, what Brandon. That that's what he job. used to do. Oh. Okay. You thought? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? How would we describe you? Do you do that? No, I'm just saying. Did I look like a K-pop star when you guys met me? And what do I look like now? Babe, you've never looked <laughs> you like were a, never K-pop a K-pop star. star. Oh, but I don't know why. I think the the biggest good way. the biggest thing has to be that he's just the the father of their child, and I think she just wants someone to help her her with the burden of it. But other than that, I don't think she has any hope that he's actually going to step up and be a provider no. at all. When they're talking, she looks so like disappointed. And can we go back to when we first see them? He's getting a haircut and he's asking career advice from the guy cutting his hair. He's like, I have no skills. What do you think I should do? And the guy's just like, just pick something and just do it. He's like, I don't know. I don't like doing anything. It's like, oh, he's the worst. So there's there's a a stereotype, I guess, of a lot of Asian cultures about like like having a a certain I don't know, like a career, and like you pick a thing and you do it and all of that. And I it seems like Korea is kind of in the middle. Like they're not they're not really on the extreme side of that, but they're they're like Korea seems to be very Westernized, but like. It's kind of like, it's about 50-50. So it seems like his family is sort of tolerant of him being, you know, not really committed to much of anything and hasn't really figured anything out, yet there's also an expectation that he should. Yeah. Is like the cultural push and pull of that not really forcing him one way or the other. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was Parasite based on Jehoon? Oh, that's why I've been thinking that this whole right? season. <laughs> he seems like he should be in that movie. Right? He lives in the basement. He's yeah. the guy in the basement. Yeah. I don't know. When I hear him say like, oh, money, 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 you know, I'm like, boy, I get you, man. 
I know it sucks. Yeah. It's, you know, when you got obligations and it's, it's hard, but you know, it's one of those things. You can't take that out on your you family. Live in capitalism. But, that's you know? the deal. Yeah. You know, especially when you could have put on an extra snug Honda, but oh no, you went cowboy. I don't know. I cannot. <laughs> you went with like the full size condom because you thought you were a big man. And what happened? It fell off. I can't feel too bad for him, though, because you look at him and then you look at the, the guy in Ethiopia who's like an MMA fighter, a personal trainer, a hip hop star. Yeah. yeah. He does one other, like he's doing everything. And he, he may not be passionate about all of it, but he's doing everything to have to, to be able to pay for shit. And so I'm like, if this guy can get studio yep. time, you can go figure <laughs> out something to do. Anything. Anything. Just do something. Yeah, absolutely. There's no excuse. He's 30-something. Just just do something, yeah. dude. South Korea is like a very advanced, like this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, South Korea knows what it's doing. Okay, he was selling the stolen phones, right? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. there's sales skills. Be a sale- <laughs> Can you work for T-Mobile or something? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's kind Samsung. of that's like a, a cute story, right? Like, started started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> yeah, like the hackers yeah. that got hired by the U.S. government to like do good stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to hire you, son, because you were selling these phones. You must know them inside and out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There I want go. him to win. Yeah. I really want him to win. And I think that's why he's driving us all so bonkers, because we're just like, you adorable little boy with a clean anal. <laughs> Anus. Love it. <laughs> Just get a fucking job, man. We want you to succeed. Come on. You're killing yep. us. The problem is he doesn't seem like he cares slash wants. Yeah. He's just uh, like What has he been doing for the last year? Like they I don't know if they talk about it in, in the in these two episodes, but they, they do mention that it's been a year. Yeah. He just straight up lies to mm-hmm. her. In really destructive yeah. ways. And can we add up how much she probably spent to fly there again? It's for the third With her time, whole family. Third time. That was at least, what, $3,000 probably? 2000 Yeah. Just get a fucking job. Yeah. That's all I have to say. There you go. That's it. That uh, concludes this summary of um, 90 Day Fiance the other way. I'm super excited to see what happens next. Um, last words, anybody? Chime in. Keisha. Um, I just want Jihoon to know that if he needs me to look at his resume, <laughs> That's I, nice. can help. I can help with that. Paula. Uh, I just want everyone to be happy. Todd. We didn't talk about Tim and moving to Colombia, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I can't tell him apart from like all we the other white let's guys. Let's talk about it the are, next episode. I, I can't tell him apart. He's another, yeah, he's another white guy that's going to Colombia. That's all you need yep. to know. Got and it. we'll talk about it in the next episode. There's awesome. nothing to really cover. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. I'm um, mostly just excited to see where uh, Seamus and Samantha go. I think that's my yeah. um, that's my. They're probably the best couple, couple that's we ever can been wish on them, the 90 Day we, franchise. We can, I agree. We can wish them good luck and uh, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> I'd love to the, be in their wedding. The end of that Nigerian yes. rainbow. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.